Let the adventure begin with Chris Danker Podcast. Welcome to episode 77. Wherever you are in the world, I hope that you are taking care of yourself, that you are doing well, and I am thrilled that you're here. I am your host, Chris Danker, and it is interview time. Over the next two weeks, I am bringing you an absolute dynamo. Meg Farley is a former classroom teacher who pivoted from education to become a wellness coach, and she also added to her plate leading outdoor adventures. In part one of our conversation, Meg and I talk about how she made this pivot, how important mindset is, Meg shares some personal and professional development books that she has either read or is currently reading, and we talk about how important it is to always bet on yourself. Enjoy part one of my conversation with Meg Farley. You know, when you started your journey, you were a classroom teacher and did wellness coaching on the side. Um, How were you able to make both of them work at the time? And then when did you know that it was just the right time to, you know, let teaching go and jump into being a wellness coach full time? And then, and then adding on adventure trips as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So when I first started coaching, wellness coaching, I honestly had just started for my own accountability. I had just moved from Nebraska um, to Washington and I was a, a college athlete, as you know. And so I've always had like a team of, you know, friends, players, whatever, um, to help motivate me and to kind of get me in the gym and all that. And so then diving into teaching, you know, the real world began and I was not giving myself the time that I needed and deserved. And so I had started coaching, um, really just for the workouts and the, the community. I moved to Washington, knew nobody. And I was like, I at least can make virtual friends, you know? And so I signed up that way and quickly began to realize that I, within like two weeks, I was like, wow, I feel so much better. I, I have more energy as a teacher. I'm a happier teacher. Um, I'm loving this. I want to like pay it forward and start sharing these workouts. Mm -hmm. And so started sharing on my social media, probably was super cringy and just like, (laughs) you know, these subtle hints about quickly then, um, got people in my inbox and asking questions. And so I just found that I found a lot of joy in it from the get go because it kind of kept my mind off of teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, I love teaching but the stress of it all, I was just like, I need something else and, you know, to, to fill my time. So I'm not going home every night and like stressed out. And so, um, I just learned to, you know, to rise early. I, at the time was also in grad, in grad school and I doing that online. And I was also a volleyball coach, um, coaching club. And so I, I had filled days and honestly, I work best, like when I have a lot going on under pressure and, you know, having to be very strategic with my time and just like, um, committed to those things, you know? And so, um, I got up really early and at the time, my boyfriend at the time, he had had a gym and so his schedule was super early or he had to get up early too. So it worked best. I would work, you know, do my business in the morning, then do my workout, get to school, um, I would, you know, do my teaching things on my plan period. I would check in with my clients and then, you know, do my 
or excuse me, on my lunch period, I would check in with my clients during my plan time. I would always stay like focused on school stuff. So then after school, I could like get home right away and plug back into coaching things. I think it really, um, what helped was that I, I really did love or do, you know, still do loved that way of teaching. You know, Mm -hmm. I was still like teaching just with like adults and like connecting with them on, a workout level, you know, not, um, first I I taught first grade. So it was like just a little bit different way of, um, coaching and teaching. And it also just, like I said, helped hold me accountable. So it was an easy transition for me because I really enjoyed it. And I, it started, you know, it helped me pay off my car, helped me pay for grad school, you know, all those little things. So, um, yeah. And then I really truly never had the, the, vision of me leaving teaching until like three and a half years into teaching, Mm -hmm. which was then my like, like six months into coaching where I was just like, wow, this could be my way out. Like I didn't think I wanted out, but, um, being away from my family for that first half Mm -hmm. year, I was just like, I'm homesick. I love it here and I don't want to live there, but, (laughs) um, I do want to see my family more and not feel you know, feel like I'm tied to 180 days and, you know, only have three sick days. Um, my brother graduated college and I needed to leave like a day early from Christmas break. He graduated that semester. And for me, they wouldn't let, let me leave. I had to, in case, or if I wanted to leave, mm-hmm. I would have, would have had to do leave without pay. And I was just like, it's literally like I'm leaving like a half day early, you know, it was just like, I don't, I don't want to feel like that and feel like I'm missing out on time with my family because of this. So anyway, it was about six months into coaching where I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go all in. Mm -hmm. I want to really focus on this and put more effort and time and like really get serious about these actions that I know, um, you know, these income producing actions that I know can help get me there. And then, um, after the COVID year, I also mentally was like, I'm not going to ever leave teaching unless I've matched my teaching income or surpassed it. Just like a pride Mm -hmm. thing, you know, like I went to college, I then got my master's and had to pay for that. Like, you know, you got to see it through and like kind of just set that goal for myself. And so then um, the COVID year, I was like super close and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to full send it. I'm not teaching first grade another year online or even another six months. So after 2020. I was like, I'm going to just do it and like bet on myself. And I did. And then, you know, it all worked out and I've, you know, been able to continue on. And now I've, you know, brought um, on some more, you know, adventure things. And Mm -hmm. it's just really opened up a lot of new and exciting opportunities and doors for me within, um, yeah, within social media and just the outdoorsy space. Yeah, you know, and just, you know, as a frame of reference, because I know the answer to this question, but others will not. When you're talking about how early you would, you know, when you were doing everything, share how early in the day you were getting up and doing all of these things before your school day started. So when I was teaching, I was getting up uh, at four and I wouldn't leave, you know, my house until 7.15. So that gave me four, five, six, you know, a few hours to mm-hmm. get a lot of things done and invest into myself. And then um, 
even after teaching, like for a long time, I was like, there's no way I'm going to keep getting up early. But honestly, I work best in the early mornings. Like I am focused. No one else is up. So like no one can bother me, you know, Uh emailing or texting or on Instagram. And so I just do my best in the early mornings. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, since making the transition, moving to Oregon, uh, I haven't been getting up as early, but slowly getting back to that now that like summer life has slowed down. Um, but yeah, early, early, but that also calls for an early bedtime too. You know, it's not like I'm going off four hours of sleep. Like I, I go to bed early. (laughs) Yeah. Which is good, you know, because like, you know, talking about that, to be able to have the energy that you have and all the things that you're accomplishing during the day, you can't burn the candle at both ends or you're just going to burn out. So, you know, Mm -hmm. of yourself was, was that easy to make that commitment to say okay I need to know that I I need to get a certain number of hours of sleep and I'm committed to that uh, no not really because honestly at the end of every day especially in when still teaching like I was exhausted like I don't want to talk to people at the end of my day you know you know how it is as a teacher yeah. like you're drained so not really it's just like and also that commitment to myself, like I knew, you know, what's the alternative? Like mm-hmm. if I don't get up early and I don't do these things, then I'm going to be stuck in this job that I'm feeling, you know, stuck. I'm feeling right. like it's, there's more out there for me and I'm going to miss out on family time. I'm going to miss out on adventures. So not really. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, we, um, I also like love mindset things. And I feel like mm-hmm. that was the biggest transition in my life and within my businesses and all that, like for me was when I started getting serious about the mind and how like, it really is just a decision. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you saying, was that a tough decision? It really wasn't because I just knew that's what I needed to do to make Mm -hmm. these steps in life. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, being, you know, a former high school and college athlete and that competitive part. And then to me, you're, you've, you know, I've, like I said, I've, I've known Meg for a long time. (laughs) And one of the things that I've always been appreciative about you is that you always seem to have this very upbeat, outgoing social, you know, persona is that, does that come naturally for you as an athlete? Or is that something that you have to, you know, had to work into over a period of time? Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm not sure. I feel like, I feel like, um, conversations with people, you know, on Instagram or like in real life come naturally Mm -hmm. to me, natural to me. Um, I'm, I, I don't know though, you know, like I feel like the athlete in me is very much competitive and very much like I want to do well in the things that Mm -hmm. I, you know, commit myself to. And with that, you know, there has come um, uncomfortable conversations or situations in which I'm like, I have to like grow. I have to put myself out there a little, Mm -hmm. like stretch a little further than I am, you know, comfortable doing right now. But I I think, and I always say this, um, I wouldn't trade, you know, my teaching days for anything because it really did help shape me into who I am now with, with that. I feel like you know, standing in front of 30 first graders, like you, (laughs) you, uh, you know, that's just like, that's a whole different experience in itself in itself. So it's like, if you can do that and, you know, teach them how to do these things Mm -hmm. and learn how to, um, 
manage your time, you know, all Mm -hmm. of that. It really has helped me just be a a better, a better wellness coach and have that confidence in myself when speaking on social media or, Mm -hmm. you know, writing and, and all of that. So I guess just, you know, they always say like, you know, you grow, um, you grow through, how does it even go? I can't even remember now (laughs) what you've been through or whatever. You go through. Yes. Yes. You grow through what you go through. Um, I think because of, you know, the struggles that I went through in teaching, it really, it did help me grow just with, with that, that social aspect. Mm -hmm. Yes. If you can, you know, handle being in front of 31st graders day in and day out, which is like herding cats, you could pretty much do anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like what you said a little bit ago about, you know, betting on yourself. And to me, that's very much, you know, a competitive kind of person. And, and to me that, that is also, you know, a mindset, you know, you're like, I'm betting on myself. There are no guarantees here, but I know my work ethic. I know my commitment here and I'm going to bet on myself. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about mindset practices that either you have implemented, you know, throughout the course of your life or even, you know, recently, you know, what, what has, you know, mindset really brought to you, especially, you know, in the phase of your life that you're in right now? Oh gosh. So I feel like when I first started my wellness business, that was something like my mentor shared with me is Mm -hmm. like, you've got to start reading PD or listening to podcasts or, you know, journaling. And that was very much out of my comfort zone. I, yeah. And I, and I think because it was, you know, pushing me to have to look at myself in the mirror and like admit like where I am at in life Mm -hmm. with X, Y, and Z, you know what I mean? And some, I don't know for just who I was at the time, like that was not something I had done. And I think it, it really like helped me discover that Mm -hmm. like I was made for more and that like, wow, there was a lot of room for growth with, you know, all of these things. And so starting out, um, I just, I would, I read like the miracle morning, the energy bus, Mm -hmm. just these, you know, simple books that helped me fall in love with like that growth. I like instantly was, was finding that like, wow, I'm looking at things differently. My outlook in teaching is much different. There was even an energy bus book for the kids Mm -hmm. that I implemented in my classroom. And like, so those small steps then led to journaling, which, um, I still do like every day in some, to some, you know, to some extent. And what I started with was like, um, one line every day where you just like, mm-hmm. write, you know, how you're feeling or whatever. And then I started doing it where I'm writing goals. Um, I think I can't even remember who made this journal. Um, but you write five goals as if they've already happened in your life. So like, you know, in the, the past tense or whatever, like I am a six figure earner. I, you know, whatever. Um, and that was really cool to see that that year that I was like really committed to doing that, um, in my business, the things that I had kept saying, those ended up happening. You know, those, those manifestations were coming true. Um, I've also fallen in love with these nature meditations, which I think you have too. Yes, right? I do because of you. Yes. yes 
I love these as well. And, you know, you just grab one, read it, and then I'll sometimes journal about that. Um, some other books that I really love are um, by Tim Grover, Relentless and Winning. The Athlete in Me loves those, and I've read those several times. Um, I also did a 75, the 75 Hard Challenge mm -hmm. by Andy uh, Priscilla, which is that also, honestly, that was probably the biggest shift for me um, with time management. So that was the year I like had quit teaching. I like had a little bit more, you know, time on my hands where I'm just like at home and like, you know, whatever. So I did that. And that was, that was awesome and worked wonders with my mind as well, because, you know, it's really easy for you, for people to like, say they're going to do things mm -hmm. and then, you know, establish these five things that they're going to do for whatever, however many days, but then to actually do those things and make that hard decision every single day, that was huge for me, you know, to see it mm -hmm. through and to commit to the the things that I said I was going to do. That was really cool and really eye-opening. Um, and one of the, the things during that is journaling. And I was actually on a backpacking trip when doing part of that. And to go back and read, you know, my journal prompts while backpacking about how I was feeling and like just reading the book that I was reading and, you know, writing about that, it, that was really cool too. Um, but lately through this new phase of life, um, moving from Washington to Oregon, getting out of a 10-year relationship. Um, the books that have helped me the most are The Mountain Is You mm -hmm. and The Pivot Year, both mm -hmm. by Brianna Weiss, Air Weiss. And those books, I don't know. It's, it's just crazy to me how much they've just helped mm -hmm. me in, like, keeping that, that strong, tough mindset, you know, of – you can do hard things. The only thing from getting there or from accomplishing those 10 things you need to do that day, the only thing stopping you is you. Like the mountain mm -hmm. is you. And um, I think everyone, you know, no matter what phase of life you're in, can benefit from that book or the pivot year. Like I said, that book is a day of daily prompts or a book, sorry, of daily prompts that you read every single day. And there's several people since um sharing on social like tidbits about where I'm at in life and like mm -hmm. not wanting to like fully open that door of like conversation of like what I'm going through just out of respect and all that but mm -hmm. um it's really been cool to see how many other people have started reading that book the pivot year and taking on those daily prompts and reflecting on those and then messaging me and you know, sharing how it's helped them and, and all of that. It, it's cool to see because um, I think, you know, sometimes people just get, you know, they don't, and I, I have been in this phase of life too, or even have days where I'm like, I don't make time for the PD. And mm -hmm. I, you know, at the end of the day, I, I don't, I realize, I recognize like, Hey, you know, your mindset was not great today because you didn't give yourself those, you know, five to 12 minutes in the morning to meditate, to journal, to read, you know, seven pages in your book, because um, it starts in your mind. And the more work you can do there, I feel like the better days, you know, you're going to have and the more focused and intentional time you're going to have on whatever it is that you're needing to do. Yeah, 100%, 100% need talking about the pivot year. It's so funny because that started popping up on, you know, my Instagram going, you know, in, in different people, different reels that was popping up. And mm -hmm. then 
you started reading it. I'm like, okay, I am going to start this book. And and I know that I'm a couple of weeks behind you, but yeah, I mean, that, that book is just, it, it just really does make you think about where you're at and how you can apply different things. And it's, yeah, it's just amazing. And then, you know, just even what you were talking about when, when you don't take the time to do those things, even though it might just be a, a sliver of your day, it's like mm-hmm. the day feels a little off. Yeah. Know. For sure. And in the moment, it's like, oh, I have to rush. I like, I got to get my workout in. Then I got to do this. And it's like, just chill. Take that time. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you know, you really don't have to be in a rush. You have that time. Right. Um, and if you don't have that time, you know, get up 10 minutes earlier. Like the exactly. next day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You you can find it, you know, or you yeah. can make time for it if it's really important mm-hmm. to you. And that the whole mindset piece to me is huge. I wasn't kidding when I said that Meg is an absolute dynamo. And I am so excited to bring you next week's conversation because we will add on and talk more about mindset, betting on yourself, and how she has really expanded her horizons, her goals with outdoor adventures and seeing what is going to happen next for her. So join me next week. And until then, I hope you let your adventure begin.